Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Let's talk about stress, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about stress. Stress. Sorry for the singing. I have a really stuffy nose and a lot of phlegm going on today. (laughs) So it probably wasn't that great, but I couldn't resist because we need to talk about stress. Stress, stress, stress. Because a lot of us don't even know when we're in the middle of it. And we need to be disciplined with stress. We need to pay attention. We need to ensure that we can identify it when it's happening and then stop it. Stop the madness. First, we're going to read the reading because guess what? Discipline is all over the first reading of Hebrews. So let's get to it. Hebrews 12, 4 through 7, 11 through 15. Brothers and sisters, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. You have also forgotten exhortation addressed to you as children. Whoops. You have also forgotten the exhortation addressed to you as children. My son, do not disdain the discipline of the Lord or lose heart when reproved by him. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. He scourges every son he acknowledges. Endure your trials as discipline. God treats you as his sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? All the time, all discipline seems a cause not for joy, but for pain. Yet later, it brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. So strengthen your drooping hands and your weak knees. Make straight the paths of your feet, that what is lame may not be dislocated, but healed. Strive for peace with everyone, and for that holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one be deprived of the grace of God, that no bitter root spring up and cause trouble through which many will become defiled. This would have been great for the reading yesterday when I came back. I shared all about kind of 
mastering our emotions, and it's discipline. But the same exact thing goes for us in our daily lives with stress. When God says, do not be afraid, over 365 times in the Bible, I do not know the number, but I know it's a lot. In this reading, the Lord is disciplining us. He's telling us, don't be afraid. It's insulting to me. If you are my son, and yes, this goes for daughters, then do not be afraid. I've got this. Know that I have allowed everything for a reason. And you are my child. I'm going to take care of you. Don't stress. So what is stress? I don't have a definition right in front of me. I probably should have looked that up before I got on, but I will tell you it is anything that rocks your peace. Anything that elevates your heart rate, anything that puts that pit in your stomach, anything that gets you out of peace and starts that worrying and that maybe depression, that sadness, stress on the body and on the mind and on the heart is not good. We raise cortisol in our system and all that does is kind of collect the calcium in your blood veins and that's where things start blocking up. And we do this to ourselves. We can control stress. The Lord in this reading here tells us, <clears throat> excuse me, where does he tell us this? <laughs> Strive for peace with everyone, that includes yourself, and for that holiness without which no one will see the Lord. So we need to work on not only the relationships around us, but we need to also work on every situation that we're in and learn how to take that stress and kick it out, deliver it. You will know if it's an attack, if you're paying attention to how your body, how your mind, how your soul is going through the day, you will know what an attack is versus, I don't know, a, a weird, something just very weird happened. I was going back to my podcast app and it looked like I lost everything. So I just stopped for a moment thinking, oh no, everything's gone. <laughs> All right, back to how do you identify it? How do you stop it? So in the very beginning, you're going to think it's just coming from everywhere. And you have to realize when it's you, when it's the world or people in the world, circumstances in the world, things that are coming your way, or it could be Satan. So you will know the difference between an attack from Satan because it will be forceful. It might come completely out of the blue as if something didn't even trigger it and it is overwhelming. So if you have a thought about a fear, 
maybe you're about ready to get on an airplane or something like that and you can't stop thinking about the fear and it overcomes you and it comes out of nowhere and it's really not based in truth either. That's half the battle. We have to assess like, what is this? What, what is going on here? Because I know that getting in an airplane is safer than getting in a car and I have no fear of getting in a car, do I? Hopefully you don't. But this is the assessment. This is the approach that we have to take and then say, okay, that's stressful. Why? Why am I fearful of this? Cast it out. And then do research. Look up things. Learn things. And don't be afraid. Take in the information and ask the Lord to change your heart and to deal with the fear. Because the more we know, this is where the mind, body, soul comes together. The more we know, the easier it's going to be for us to react quickly in situations that are going to make our bodies react poorly for us. Other stresses, they could be giving a presentation, public speaking, you could have stresses with the illness that you're taking care of someone that maybe you're a caretaker or someone's dying in your family. There are stresses with finances. There are stresses with relationships. There are stresses that just come because we see or hear or read something that makes us fearful or we get worried about the future. Or we don't know, oh goodness, if you're like sucked up into the end times, you might be one of those people that are causing your own stress. So how do we kick it to the curb? First, we pay attention because we will know you will feel your heartbeat faster. You will maybe have it flutter. You might have that stomach drop, that intuition, which by the way is the Holy Spirit, every single time, if you don't know what the prompting of the Holy Spirit is, you do, because it is that little gut, that drop of the gut, that intuition, that sixth sense that people always say, but they don't give the credit to the Holy Spirit within you, that's prompting you to fight or flee, or whenever those types of situations come into play. That's God talking to you. Listen next time. Pay attention. Don't override it. So if we're paying attention to the way that our body is physically feeling, to the emotions that are bubbling up, that's when we've got to stop, pause, pray, do the deliverance, make yourself Go to a place, this works for some people. This doesn't work for me, by the way, but this does work for some people. You can close your eyes and put yourself into a beautiful scene. Maybe it's in a hammock on a beach, or maybe you're an outdoors person and you just want to be in the middle of a meadow with the sun shining and mountains in the distance. Those kinds of visual placements are helpful to kind of bring you some peace if you know you feel comforting there, comforted there. Maybe you visualize yourself putting your head on Jesus's shoulder, 
and him wrapping his arms around you, maybe Mary coming up on the other side. These are beautiful ways to help eliminate some of the initial stress that you, if you're paying attention, can feel coming on. You can feel anger coming on. You can feel all of these emotions. And those are tied to stress. They're very connected. So when we talked about mastering our emotions yesterday, it really is mastering your stress as well and identifying when stress is there. So move your body. That is another way that we can deal with stress. Some people hold stress in their shoulders, in their back, in their body. They're stiff, they're achy because they're strained. Their body is constantly in a rigorous state because they're upset and their body is absorbing the stress. So getting out in nature, taking a walk, even if it's freezing cold, still brings that fresh oxygen in your body. You will have endorphins that will fight the stresses Walking at a pretty high pace, even if it's a leisurely walk, I don't care, just get outside. But if you crank it up a little bit and you start moving your arms and your legs in a, in a more of a speed walk fashion, you're going to break up all those LDL cholesterol guys in there, the bad ones as well. It's a total benefit that exercise really helps. And by the way, exercise grows your brain. It's crazy to think about the muscle that doesn't lift a thing with the exception of telling everything else to lift something, of course, <laughs> but the brain itself doesn't lift anything, but it needs exercise. Otherwise it atrophies. Hello. How many of you out there can't remember what you did 10 minutes ago? I'm raising my hand by the way me. And as I continue to work out the body, as I'm trying to do my best to feed it right, as I'm speaking with God, like guide me to the best way to take care of this gift that you gave me, I'm realizing that it's all so important and so connected and stress just reverses everything. So you are not going to be in a state of healing if you're stressed out because you're just fighting any of the good things that are trying to occur in your body. That's why, again, moving it, working out, not only helps the body, but it helps the brain. And the brain can also, it needs to be, I should say, worked out. So the body actually works out the brain. Crazy enough. I don't exactly know how it works, but I do know that the if you're not working out, you're you're atrophying your brain. And that's insane. Just walk. Even if it's cold out, you've got stuff to put on. Get on out there. It's probably even better. You can even have some of that cold therapy. Read up on that. Really cool stuff. We've been 
plunging ourselves into my mom's unheated pool here. I know, third world problems, right? <laughs> it's She has a, heat, a heater, but we keep telling her, no, don't turn the heater on. It's nice to have it be like ice cold. We'll jump in, we'll jump out, kind of like that cold therapy that you've been seeing running around. Anyway, okay, back to stress, the mind, the body, the soul, emotions, all of these are connected. And if we don't start identifying what is going on that is causing us these stresses in a physical way, an emotional way, a spiritual way, we are slowly killing ourselves. And remember what we heard today in the readings, the discipline of the Lord. He tells us what to do. And in the beginning, we don't like it. But then we see the fruits of righteousness. And we also know that if we don't do this stuff that God says, we're not going to be in heaven with him. So you may be like, what, I'm not going to get into heaven because I don't manage my stress? Well, if God is telling you not to be afraid, then why are you? Seriously. This is a command of his. While it may not be in the commandments themselves, he says it over and over and over again. And that is true humility. And if we have an ounce of pride in us, we're not getting into heaven. And as you know, if we had an ounce of humility in us, we're not going to get into hell. <laughs> Lord, we need your help. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, take a deep breath in of you, Lord. Every breath we take, please remind us that you've allowed that breath to be taken. That you've given us one more day here on this earth to love like you, to be righteous like you, and to make the right decisions for this gift of life that you've given us, this body that we have on loan from you, and of our faith, this beautiful gift that we know the more faith we have, the more relationship we have with you, Lord, the more you come into our life, the humbler we become, the more we realize that we cannot do a thing without you. That true humility is beginning to grow in us the more we let you in. So today, we ask for more faith. As always, we believe. Help our unbelief, Lord. We love you with all of our mind, our heart, our soul, our entire strength and being. But we know that that's not enough because we still have doubts. We still have fears and concerns and worries. And for that, we give them to you. We give them all to you. And we say, we trust in your plan. Help us with patience. And please give us the fruits 
to love everyone around us, as you say in the readings today, so that we can be with you in heaven for eternity in the blissful state of love that we can only imagine, where we know all of our fears, our worries, and everything will be gone. But we also know that you ask us to live like that right here on earth. Heaven on earth. So we look to you to take away all of our anxieties and fears and worries and pain and stresses in our lives. Every moment they come, help us identify them, to cast them out and to give them to you letting them go completely and finding that peace and calmness back in our hearts and our souls. We know it's a difficult walk, but the more we walk it with you, the easier it is. And the more we identify what's going on. So we ask Lord to open our eyes and to help us see exactly what is going on and to help us pause, stop, pause, and pray our way through it with you. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Please walk us to Jesus' heart. Help us to focus on love and loving ourselves and eliminating the stress and gaining that peace that should not be shaken if we're truly resting in the Lord. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amazing. What an amazing walk. The more you pay attention, the more you reflect, the more you learn, the more you see, wow, it doesn't have to be like this. I don't have to be stressed out. I don't have to let my emotions manage me. I don't have to have my peace shaken by anybody when I pull God next to me and we walk this walk together and we fight the battle together. Happy to help any of you with any of your stressful situations. Anything as far as Coaching, you know that I'm a faith coach. You know that I have a 40-day prayer course to help those of you who do not have a regular prayer life, who kind of aren't exactly sure about this whole beautiful Catholic church that we have at our disposal to help us with prayer through the sacraments. Email me, whatever. Send me a comment. I am more than happy to help because... I feel that God has me again on this path with the mind, body, soul. And it's a, what's the word? I feel like I'm finally getting it. I'm finally getting it after 52 years of life. God is connecting all of these dots and the mind, body, soul is like it. It's it for me. It's not just one. It can't be just one. It has to be every single aspect 
of my mind of learning more and applying and thinking and reasoning, using logic, using studies, of course, using the soul. So paying attention to scripture, allowing God to speak to me in prayer, guiding me and leading me as I am learning things, praying through them, saying, Lord, is this something you want me to do? Is this not something you want? Is this a bunch of bunk? Is this real? Help me out here. And so you got the mind and the body. The body has been the part that's been the last component for me. <laughs> Sadly, the last one that I decided I'm tired of this body fighting me. It's super difficult to be happy and joyful and peaceful when you're in pain. And some people are in chronic pain and I'm not in the chronic pain. I'm actually far from where I used to be as far as pain goes. But, you know, again, the whole body. Because it matters how strong your physical body is. Okay. All right. I'm still down in Florida. I think we're going to be here for the week. I'm not sure. We haven't decided when we're coming back. So when I get back home, I'm sure I won't be whispering I'm kind of whispering. Obviously, I'm not. It's like, you know, the loudest whisper ever. But I will probably be back to my normal voice soon. You've got this with God. I love you so much. Just pay more attention. And talk to him and say, what are you trying to tell me with this? Why is this going on? Don't ask the why in a way like, Lord, why are you doing this to me? But help me understand why this is a good thing in my life or where the good is out of this situation. You know, not asking why me, but why this now? And how is this all going to be some sort of good thing in the end? Because when you're paying attention to the bad thing and you're trying to see the good, he'll show it to you like fast. At least he does with me. Okay, a long one again. Sorry, everyone. I guess I missed you all. I got lots to say because I've been thinking, using my mind, using my body, listening to the emotions, listening to the physical signs that my body is telling me. Even when I'm, you know, getting stressed or I know that I'm going to get upset about something, I can feel it. Deal with it. Take it in that moment. Don't let it rule you. Okay. Go out there, find something more with God, be love, because I love you and you love everyone and this is how it's supposed to work. And we can make not only our own day better, but someone else's brighter with a little love like we all need. Okay, go out there and have a blessed and inspired day. Talk to you tomorrow.